everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? How was the gym? Oh, so good. I had a really good session today. Hang on. Um, I am having really good sessions recently, but I need to sort my diet out. Uh, I have a lot of photo shoots coming up and I am not, <laughs> not in aesthetic shape. And I'd like to be. Everyone's different, but I would like to be. So I'll have a much fun, much more fun on the day. So yeah, just just trying to sort my diet out how are you going Emma what are your goals at the moment what are you up to do you know what I feel like I've definitely had really bad PMS this week like the worst I've had in such a long time and then all these really like little annoying things are happening and it uh, like really boring stuff like council tax for a flat I don't even live in but blah 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 like and then it's just all these little things like picking but yeah. uh, like and I fully am aware like because I'm quite good at like getting perspective okay will it matter in a week no will it matter in two? but I am very irritable this week like unbelievably irritable. well I appreciate it that you haven't come out come out for me come after me oh as if no like I'm I'm I I just um suppress all of it <laughs> obviously I mean I'm the most annoying person in the world so I don't know how you run a business with me um I cannot get so me and my brother are obsessed with wham and um last christmas and so last night we were like drinking wine at my parents house and we were just forcing them to watch loads of <laughs> music videos and christmasy things and they were just sat there looking at us like oh my god then we had a massive dance off and all day i just cannot get wham out of my head last christmas is the best sorry we need to talk about this though Anyone who, first of all, the best Christmas song of all time ever should have gone to number one, but didn't because of Bob Geldof's Live Aid, which I'm not mad at, but still. It was a good cause. It was a good cause, but it was a shit song. Last Christmas is the best one ever. And it would have happened on the same year. I mean, poor George Michael. The second thing I would like to say is the video is heartbreaking. Like it's like gut-wrenchingly awful. And... They apparently just basically got completely pissed for like two days straight. Just a massive group of friends went out to these like ski chalets to the Alps, got like absolutely hammered for two days. And they just basically sat back and filmed the whole thing. And then they made the video out of it. But it's so good. I encourage everyone to go and watch it and get in the festive spirit. I don't know if I've watched it with those eyes, you know, of like watching it. I'll I'll go and watch it. Also, you put up on your story that I feel we need to discuss. Cress. Why was this a thing? I was thinking that. So I was like, why was it such a thing? Oh, yeah, go and... And then who uses cress? It was always like, make an egg and cress sandwich, which is, like, <laughs> gross. I bet I bet somebody on the EC method is going to come back now and be like, I love egg and cress. <laughs> <laughs> Each to their own. But I just think, does the cress really add anything? No, I don't. I don't. There are so many things we got taught to do in school. And I look back and I'm like, but why though? Like, why though? 
And then there are so many things like that we've had to learn, like, you know, tax being VAT registered, like online bank, like so many things that really we needed that we just had to figure out ourselves. And if we didn't figure it out, we got punished in terms of the law or financially, well, both, you know, and it's just like, well, no one ever taught us how to do this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're 18. You have to do it. It's like, well, I, I don't know how to do that. Oh, well then we're going to fine you. What? It doesn't make anyway, any sense. I know. Anyway. 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 No. Huh? Have you ever bought Crest? No. No. It's very strange. I didn't even really... Remember that you could eat cress until you just said about egg and cress sandwiches. There's a, there's a scene in, is it The Witches? Where the Scottish guy's like, I don't want cress. Or he goes, I don't want cockalily, I want cress. Anyway, it's one or the other. <laughs> I've always remembered it. Don't know why. <laughs> Probably because the only useful time it ever came up. Oh, um, Cantor's just saying, have you watched the Wham documentary? What a friendship. Yeah, that's yeah, so that's what we were making my parents watch last night. And Jack was showing it me. Jack's obsessed with Wham, my brother. And he, um, yeah, he was showing it me. Like, that's how I know all the stuff I just said I didn't know before last night. Oh, oh, nice. So, so Fifi Geldof is one of my best friends. And I messaged her and I was like, how dare you? How dare your dad take the Christmas number one away from George Michael? She was like, you're watching the documentary and drinking wine, aren't you? I was like, maybe. <laughs> oh. Isn't that like the most, downloaded song of all time or something as well i think so or downloaded bought i don't know how it works now yeah no one understands the music industry anymore other than taylor swift is running it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all we know just taylor swift runs the music industry and that's the end of that uh okay joe hi clamor i'm loving the first round of the ec the thing i'm struggling with is emotional eating when i'm upset I'm off work with stress and anxiety and this week has been really difficult due to cancelled occupational health appointments and countless emails. Any tips? Uh, honestly, and you're going to think this is a lazy answer, but this is the perfect thing I could say to you. Go and listen to my last podcast episode with Lisa Unger, which is funny because it's hunger without the H. She makes this joke in the podcast. I stole it. Um, it's all about emotional eating and eating habits and yeah so go listen to that because she's an expert and I'm not and it's going to really help you it's only like 45 minutes it's not too long mm, I'm sure that'll be an excellent one um I think the other thing is to try and just focus on which is hard but like take a bit of a pause and be like what's going to make me feel good right now like if you're already stressed like is actually eating more gonna benefit that stress probably not now it's a very like logical way to look at it when you're not in a logical headspace that's very hard to action but try and like create that bit of a pause and have like a kind of bank of things that you could be doing that might help you reduce stress that isn't emotional eating yeah that's one thing that she says to do is to take a pause and this is just it's so obvious but it's nice to hear it being said by coaches or experts just take a pause and ask yourself like is this going to fix the issue either in the moment or after and the answer is no it's probably going to make it worse because you're going to stress that you just did something a habit that you're trying to break so pausing and stopping and saying what could I do which would calm me down right now or help me out right now and it is also a process you know I, I always find this like if I go through a period where I'm, I've been like drinking too much or whatever and then I'm like ah, I've, I've drunk like 
you know, most nights of the week for the last two weeks, I need to, I need to sort it out. The first night's always like a bit intimidating and then you're off. And then it's like the habits kind of broken, always breaking. And before, you know, like, and then I've gone like months at a time without having a drink. So, and it's the same thing with emotional eating. It's the first, like the intimidating factor of like, can I stop? I don't know if I can, you know, here we go night one. And then you do it and you're like, oh, fine. Like it's fine. And then give yourself some credit for the night that you didn't do it. You know, when you do go to bed, read a book or journal or do something else, like wake up the next day and be like, I'm, you know, how much better do I feel? I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Like give yourself the credit because we're often really good at beating ourselves up the next morning, but not being like, hey, actually, I wanted to do that and I decided not to. And that's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, it will get easier because neurons that, fire together wire together right and when you try when you break that habit it becomes easier to not go for those old tendencies um but yeah give yourself some credit for that because it's not easy to start with yeah I completely agree about good praising yourself when you do things well and like we all know in this culture like everybody criticizes other people for like patting themselves on the back or compliment or speaking highly of themselves but it's like why shouldn't you if you've got gorgeous eyes then acknowledge you got gorgeous eyes if you're a really good friend acknowledge you're a really good friend if you just did something personally challenging like this fucking a you're a superhero i'm here for it um also joe's just saying that she sang with wham a couple of gigs before they were famous think local working men's clubs and pubs oh you what a story that is do you have any do you have any stories about it i would love to hear them if you do share away um yeah Laura said like was this thing as well she's like you just grow the crest on a on a bit of kitchen roll it was like that wasn't it it was like a bit of like wet kitchen roll you just put crusties in it yeah it was wet kitchen roll in like an eggshell yeah very strange thing to make us do yeah um okay Hi ladies, not a question, just an observation. I've been weighing daily for so long, I can pretty much accurately guess my weight before I get on to the detriment, to the decimal point, i.e. today I thought I would be 63.8 and sure enough, I was. Is that weird? Am I a witch? Loving your work. (laughs) Yes and no. Uh, I guarantee if you did that 100 days in a row, you wouldn't get it right 100 days in a row. But feel free to try. Um, I I tend to have a good idea of what it's going to be once I've been weighing in pretty regularly for a week or so. Um, and I think it's just learning your body, learning how you feel, which is then reflected on, like internally, which is then reflected on the scales. Um, like I always know if I'm going to see a drop um, or a gain. So yeah, I mean, it, no, it's not weird, but I don't think that it would work in your favor every day for a hundred days. Mm. It's a good sign though, I think. I do really think it means you're quite in tune with it, which is which is great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still have it stuck in my head. I feel like we need some more Christmas. This is, this is accountability Christmas and we don't have anything Christmassy yet. Oh my God, I know. I haven't got the questions posted up just yet, so bear with. Emma, you did all the tags yesterday. Well done. I was like, I could like yesterday. Well, was- you know what I'd realised, and just another, I did put a post up about this, but if you tag my quote-unquote fitness page, I don't get those tags. No, yeah. Please make sure you're, you're tagging just my normal Facebook. 
because I did wonder what was going on and someone had messaged me being like I've tagged you and I was like do it again they're like I did and I'm like I'm not seeing it anyway you know you've you this you've had this one before also someone asked me on a tag and I'm going to reply but I wanted to ask you on the live first the pre and postnatal file is on the website isn't it or is it not because if not I'll assign it I mean, I've not removed it okay you know what then I'll just assign it to everyone if you're not pre or postnatal just ignore it if you are read it it's really not that comprehensive it's also quite comprehensive but it's very much like these are the things you need to do during and after pregnancy the only things that they really include are TVA which is your transversive dominus which is your internal corset exercises so you prevent kind of doming and any kind of exacerbation of diastasis recti which is your linear albus separating which happens to 100% of women when they're pregnant because you can't grow a baby without it happening. So don't do what I did and go to your physio and be like, how do I stop it happening? And he literally was like, you work in the anatomy. I was like, mm -hmm. how do I stop it happening? He was like, you don't. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense now you say it. Um, and obviously pelvic floor exercises, both the engagement and the relaxing um, are really important to practice in pregnancy for the reasons that you need to engage your pelvic floor when you do kind of load bearing exercises or impact exercises. But also you need to learn how to relax it if you have um, a natural delivery goal. Mm -hmm. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Because I don't know anyone it's worked out for. But anyway, and then, of course, postnatally, because of all that. Um, and it doesn't matter even if you had a C-section, you were pregnant. You had a lot of load pushing down. Um, so postnatally, you need to do it as well. Anyway, I will upload the file. Like I say, it's got some exercises, some examples. I talk you through it, but it's not like a fully someone. I think it was Anki once sent me. Someone did a massively comprehensive like pregnancy thing. And it's, I'm like, it's not that. It's only a few pages. But there, anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah I think anything beyond that is normally quite specific and it can be a bit overwhelming if you're like okay I'm trying to ease myself back into exercise cool here's a 20 page document you need to read all of it before you start anything instead of just being like these are the things we need to watch out for if you've had a c-section this if you haven't this and like it's yeah anything else is more like personal I would say yeah um Victoria are you guys doing IFS in Ibiza next year no I don't do IFS um I never get asked and I'm not confused as to why I know exactly why Emma does it pretty much every year it makes me sad that Emma's the one that's going to go to Ibiza instead of me when I go to Ibiza I think you know that they would want you to talk no Emma I don't think they would <laughs> We had a public spat, which neither of us have ever apologized for. Because yeah, obviously, so, so did we. Did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, and then this was years ago. And then Luke, his manager, just thinks it's really funny. So every time he sees me, he's like, all right, here's G. Because I did this. I did this reel once. And I was like, it's just a fucking calorie deficit. <laughs> when James had a moustache. And I was it like, look, it wasn't about you, but if the shoe fits. <laughs> I just love men telling me that I'm wrong about sexism in the industry that I've been working in for longer than them. That's when I'm like, as a as a female, I was like, I mm, stop talking. Anyway, okay, right. Anything more on the live? <laughs> I just filled a big um, space. Now we're up to date on live. I think. 
so many thoughts in my head. Caroline Lee. Hello, everyone, and Chloe and Emma. My workouts are going really well, and I'm keen to improve my muscle tone. I have increased the weight that I use to 7, seven kg from 5 kg. To maximize what I get back, should protein be eaten before a weighted workout or after? What can you do in terms of diet or any other part of your life to improve muscle? I do my cardio first, which I believe is the best way. And I do my 5K run before any weights. I hope this question makes sense and any advice is really welcome. I know it all takes time and I am patient, but I'd like to maximize the returns I'm getting from each workout. Thank you very much. It all makes perfect sense. You articulated yourself very well. So first thing for me is um, progressive overload. So, well, the first thing I would say is make sure that you're hitting failure there or thereabouts. I like clients to do that in each set. Emma tends to say progressively as the sets continue. Really, it's whatever the hell you like more. Um, uh, Re-getting in your protein around a workout. I, it doesn't matter as long as you're getting your protein feeding every three to four hours would be optimal. So it doesn't matter if it's before or after a workout or both. It all works. Um, so yeah, there's that. I would say though, if you are training fasted at any point, make sure that you get it in straight after your workout. Um, you then say, uh, what else could you do? Um, again, protein 20 to 40 grams every three to four hours would be great. And you, and creatine would be great. Um, whey protein is great as well. I mean, it's just another protein source, but it has a really nice amount of leucine in it, which is going to um, maximize your muscle protein synthesis. Um, and actually, no, do your cardio after your weights. That way you've got more in the tank physically, physiologically to give to your weightlifting session. And then you do your cardio after. Um, well, and that's better in that situation. If you're doing a 5K run, which is like, no small amount of cardio if you could do it on different days that would be even better yeah yeah that's true like either after weights or on, on alternate days and also training frequency it would be nice to know how many times a week you're training and what you're what you're choosing to be your split I mean I'm guessing that Emma's workout so yeah that would be good uh yeah I don't think there's much to add no um okay Anna, hey, quick question. Regin back squat for regin, sorry, back squat, for example. The rep range is eight to twelve. If one if set one I manage eight reps, but by set three I reach failure on six reps, is it better to reduce the weight slightly to hit the eight rep minimum goal as hypertrophy? Yeah, generally we want you to lift as heavy as you can for the given reps. So it then there might be a few things going on there. It might be that you're not that you're maybe lifting slightly too heavy for that rep range or it might be that you're not taking a long enough recovery between because if you managed eight reps on the first set if you took slightly longer recovery you might manage eight again but yeah try and stay roughly within the rep range yeah anything else um kanchan goes to make a way iso shape with her creatine that's it Bothin, obviously, Kanchan's the easy method. Bothin, bothin, both. Fuck, why is that word so hard to say? It's because I said the easy method. Bothin, it's yeah. Anyway, what a surprise, Kenny! 
Okay, Claire Barnett, Chloe Haskell. Just a curious question as to why you prefer dumbbells to kettlebells. I use kettlebells mainly, but probably as I'm so familiar with them from doing so many classes, I also feel more intimidated by the dumbbell section due to it being so rammed. As I say, just curious, because you can do a lot more with a full set of dumbbells than you can with a kettlebell or two, a pair of kettlebells. Um, They're easier to lift. It's just, it depends what your goal is, but if your goal is physique, as in gaining muscle mass all over your body, 100% I would rather that you guys were doing dumbbell and or barbell over predominantly kettlebell workouts. Um, But, you know, that doesn't mean if you love it and you and you find you like how you're responding to it, you know, physiologically and, and internally, then go for it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think normally when, when we're suggesting like home workout kit, dumbbells, you can do almost anything with. Kettlebells, not so easy. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like free weights, you, yeah. Yeah. I, the thing is, is that it's that they're both weights, right? So it's like, why can't I do two foot? It's like, it's just the range of motions different. It's easier on your, um, on everyone's biomechanics to hold a pair of dumbbells and do something than to have something kind of hanging below. It would be harder for your grip strength. It would be hard. Yeah. It would be much harder for your grip strength. And like I say, it's fiddly. Like a lot of times I do a kettlebell workout, like it hurts. Like it, like certain parts of me, especially like in my hands, my fingers, my forearms, my wrists, they hurt. With dumbbells, you, you don't get that kind of damage or wear and tear. So I'm it's the range of motion, it's the effectiveness, the ability to go heavier, because like I say, you don't have that downward hang way better. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, Laura, just a wee quasi on creatine. I'm currently undergoing investigation into liver function issues. They think I have inflammation in my liver, in my liver bile ducts. Um, doctors know I take creatine and haven't mentioned it, but occasionally I hear people mention creatine and your liver, or is it kidneys? Should I be asking them more about this? It's both. Um, and yeah, I would, is my answer. Yeah, I mean, if they know that you're taking it, normally the issue is, right, people use creatinine, or people, doctors use creatinine levels to measure kidney function. But the the kind of issue for that is that that's a completely normal byproduct of both muscle breakdown and it'll probably be slightly higher if you're taking creatine, right? So Laura is someone who resistance trains, so she's going to have higher levels anyway. So it's probably not the best measure of kidney function for you. Um, but if you've mentioned it's your doctor already and they've done blood tests and they're not concerned about it, then it's probably not a problem. The other thing to consider as well is that if you just stopped taking it now, that also might change the the levels. So, and like the half-life of creatine, you probably want to, you'd be, you'd need to stop taking it for about 30 days for it to get back to like baseline pre-supplementation levels anyway. So yeah, I would, I would have a discussion with them, but if they know that you're taking it and they're not concerned, I, I probably wouldn't be concerned either. Yeah, great points. And it is fair to say like, the more you train or really kind of any sport that's hard on the body, the higher those levels are going to be naturally. And if it's, you know, worryingly high, then in terms of lifestyle specifically, we'd want to look at recovery. Um, Yeah. So 
a great point by Emma. Okay, next. Um, okay, Elizabeth. Hi, lovely ladies. I'm sorry if you've already answered this. I just joined the live. Is there any routine or program that you would recommend to help mobility and flexibility? I have tight hips and would like to work on that. We have a stretching file on the website. Um, really, it's just about, I would say stretching if you have bad mobility in your hips. And I do too now since I went cliff diving in Ibiza and I hyperextended my legs, which was fucking horrific. Um, when you wake up, I would say, um, and it's, it's about hip opening exercises. Um, so for example, sitting down with your feet together like this, kind of pushing down on your legs same with pulling your depends like what kind of yeah well all of it really doing like quad stretches so pulling your kind of um foot back with your, with your leg behind yourself these are all in the file um quad stretches would also help you I mean to be honest all of those lower body um would really help and I would say do that when you wake up in the morning and do it before your workout um and potentially before bed and it, it i don't want that it's not like a two-hour workout you can do it in five minutes um and it should help loosen you up it's fair to say that flexibility is, is largely genetic but you can absolutely move the needle the more that you stretch um and push yourself to to be able to elongate muscles tendons ligaments etc yeah um another one that I quite like if you just google agile eight it's just like a little routine that you can follow yeah really good really good recommendation um okay hello I did lower body workout on Monday and I'm super sore is this normal also I would like suggestions on a book or podcast talking about mindset around fat loss thanks everything Emma puts out there yeah it's all about mindset around fat loss like Emma's the number one person to follow read listen to if that's something that you want to get to grips with like the number one coach i would say in the uk who's doing that um so yeah i would probably recommend my podcast <laughs> what it is about and there's like 600 odd episodes of it so i would have a listen to that um book that I like at the moment is Master of Change um, Atomic, ha Atomic Habits is a good book um, How to Change by Katie Milkman is an alright book um, alright calm down it's quite a good book well it was it was good but like I think a lot of these I tend to do like the start of them then I'm like okay you're just making the same point now for 10 extra chapters I don't like it when people write books that basically plagiarizes the entire works of somebody else and then sticks their name on it. It also annoys me. Either. And then it's a bestseller. It also annoys me when people go after other people for not writing their own books and then have a ghostwriter write all their books for them. That's equally annoying. I actually don't know which one's more annoying. Anyway, okay, anything else? Um, oh, the part of that of like, is this normal to be super tall? If you trained on Monday, uh, it's quite long for doms, but it could be that you're not either. That's the first lower body session you've done in a while. Mm. Or you're maybe not recovering that well. So if your sleep's impacted or you're not getting enough protein, that might also impact it. 
Yeah, I think my first big heavy leg sessions after my postnatal um, period, I was sore for like up to a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma was just saying, I think that's this woman called ESG and I heard, hear her podcast is quite good. Thanks, Emma. Um, okay, Susie, is Bailey back? i haven't oh no right okay got that susie um emma would you ever write a book maybe one day um so other emma who's saying so sorry for the essay really appreciate your guidance i can't see the essay which makes me worry it's not been posted. Hello, beautiful Bodhi. Say hi. Say hi, she's got a piece of food dangling in her hair. Uh, <laughs> What's happening? Oh, what is it? She thinks she's a Christmas tree. It's her bauble. Can you say yeah. hi? Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> she's got a, she likes sticking her tongue out at the moment. Um, okay. Right. Okay, right. I know sorry, I found the essay. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay, right. <laughs> you remember I have the reading age of a 10-year-old, right? Okay. <clears throat> I had a day where I exceeded my calorie target yesterday. I have before, but it's by choice within range and it felt good. Yesterday didn't. So I'm reaching out for some guidance, please. Yesterday was different. It was a lowering of consciousness by my own choice. And I guess... I just felt it was easier to choose not to care and acting on an old script rather than the behavior I have put much more effort into recently. I should also say that I also weighed yesterday and was happy. So this is also likely self-sabotage thing. I journaled about this last night and decided the following. The days I don't plan my food and leave it to see how I feel, I'm much more likely to make choices that don't align with my goals. Correct. Although I feel, although I feel the need to, it's likely better to draw a line under yesterday and not over restrict today. Also correct. Um, I've still had positive results on the program and I'm seeing losses and it won't all be lost in one day. I'm starting to get more lax at, uh, at the weekends and making good food choice, food and drink choices. This then is starting to fall into the week. My justification for this is that I run 10 to 30 miles on a Sunday and fuel this on a Saturday. This is something I'm comfortable with for the Saturday, but it's also bleeding into other days. Is 1600 realistic to run 13 miles on first thing Sunday morning? I like to run hungry, flex, uh, <laughs> joy, and have a biscuit or two with me. For background, um, I'm seeing losses. I hit 10K steps on average per week feel overwhelmed with the workouts plus six runs per week but I'm increasing them getting approximately two per week but I'm committed to my running as the dopamine keeps me out of mental health meds my lowest weight this week was 10 stone four and I'm five foot four smashing my protein fruit and veg and also have a jack springer cross plus toddler that needs a lot of exercise so oh god now I've gone right to the bottom um okay my question is should i restrict a little more this week to forgive and move and move on no forgive sorry or forgive and move on don't restrict 
um so the first part of this question right one don't restrict and two try and see this as you kind of mentioned right at the start of this and I want to draw your attention back to it you were like this was my old pattern so now for you know probably about four weeks you've not fallen into that pattern so actually you've had one slip up in four weeks compared to maybe this used to happen numerous times a week that's hugely different so see that as a huge positive so instead of thinking oh I've ruined it by having this slip up like no you had a bit of a slip up once in four weeks as opposed to what used to happen which might have been like eight times in four weeks um and then do I need to fuel the half marathon Sundays or is 1600 realistically fine and the rest is head no no don't do that I would say on your 13 mile run days I would come up by at least to 2000 yeah um at least to 2000 I'm trying to think she's a successful fat loss from 1600 and then 13 mile runs on Sundays. I'd say 2200. Yeah, split it over the two days because if you're getting up, I mean, I would probably eat more the day before because if you're someone who gets up and likes to run before they have breakfast, especially if you're running 13 miles before breakfast, um, I'd make sure you're having a, a like decent amount of food on the Saturday before the Sunday to fuel you. So I'd maybe bring up both days to about 2000. Um, okay. How long after giving birth are you considered postnatal? I'm five months in and haven't done any specific postnatal exercise. Oh, that's such a good question. I'd say up to a year. Um, and if you've not done any rehabby exercise, because it's a hell of a lot to put your body through, let me be, make no mistake about it. You, your insides, muscle, organs, bone, all move. You're, you start creating milk, breast milk in your breast tissue. You create placenta in your uterus. You go through the extremely traumatic event of childbirth. I don't care whether you have vaginal or surgical it's traumatic and vaginal can also be surgical as well. Um, and you need to do the work. You need to get your, your body back if, well, anyway, regardless, body back into shape so that you can exercise safely um, and avoid future injury. Because if you go in cold after without doing any of that, you are at a very high risk of injury and it might not even show itself to like two years down the line. But it's really important that you do the work. So definitely read that file. I will assign it to you. Um, but I would say up to a year, longer if you haven't done any work postnatally. So I'm just laughing at this because someone's made a typo. But... <laughs> said, Can I use the hip brush machine <laughs> instead of the bar? What's the difference? Cheers. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't use the hip brush machine because that's not a great time for anyone. But I mean, brush machine. Um, I think it feels a lot better with a barbell. Look, everyone's different. Some people get on much better with the hip thrust machine and find it a much easier way to do the exercise. As someone who learned to hip thrust with a barbell, I'm the opposite. I think the method you learn on is the method you get comfortable with. So I would much rather use a barbell. But hey, if you love it, you love it. They have one at the gym I go to in France when I'm there. And I just say, honestly, I can't make it. I don't understand how I just can't do it. I've tried a few of them and I just think the issue with some machines is they're not 
like they're trying to I guess make themselves fit every single body type right yes and that isn't always what's going to happen even if there are adjustable bits it's like not yeah. all the bits adjustable so with a barbell you can kind of move your feet to where you want them you can be at the right angle for you as opposed to just what the machine's at so sometimes it's, I find especially with a hip thrust machine it's never exactly in the right position for me yeah, same. same and I can never really feel my glutes I don't even really remember what I feel working in it but it's not my glutes mm. um oh Janet's just saying love how focused B is on what Emma is saying her smile just made my day oh so cute but she's mental but she's so mm. cute my family last night were like I do not know how you know, my brother's got two kids and obviously got loads of nieces and nephews and loads of our friends have kids. And they're like, I've ne never seen a kid like it. Like, she doesn't stop. That's the longest she sat down for ever. <laughs> ever. Aww. She does like Emma, though. Every time she sees Emma, she grins. But she's been looking at her since she was a newborn. You should, like, hold her up. Probably heard a lot of me in your womb. hundred percent. She knows your voice, without a doubt. Without a doubt. She Every time she sees you, she's, like, massive grin, like, stares at you. She doesn't do that for most people. She's not really into people. She's very antisocial. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm quite far away. She's like, oh, great. Like, that's about enough of a person. Like, I wouldn't be thinking that not them actually be here. That'd be great. Yeah, she's inherited it from me. Stay back. Kanchan, <laughs> uh, then giving birth to the placenta, Raj said it was the most horrific thing he's ever seen. <laughs> I remember Kenny telling me this. I didn't, because I had a C-section and I had a fucking brilliant surgeon. It was all done and dusted very quickly without me knowing anything about it. But um, I'm actually a bit livid that I didn't get to see it. I wouldn't do anything with it. I just want to see it, you know? Fair. Fair. Um, okay, Jesse, I feel the bar is time consuming and feels pretty clumsy. Yeah, fine. I don't care. We don't care which, which what you do. It's totally up to you. And when we say that, it might sound a little bit like shit coaching. But when you think about, right, what's the purpose of this? To stimulate a certain muscle. If you're doing that on a machine or if you're using dumbbells, your muscle doesn't really know. So it doesn't hugely matter as long as you're feeling it in the right place. Yeah, I agree. All right, up to date. Oh, hang on. Come back. Oh, I can see us on the live. We're famous. <laughs> okay. Jesse Campbell, can I use the hip? Oh, <laughs> I think we're getting a lot of double up questions today. Hang on. That's the third one so far. Hey, ladies, I'm a newbie to weights and I've been really enjoying the home workouts. Great. Today I did home push and I was using 3kg dumbbells. For the squats, I feel like I could go heavier, but for the front raises, they are heavy, lol. Is this okay? And am I doing it right? My kids seem to think 3kg is nothing. So it depends on the size of the muscle you're training. So your um, shoulders are a really small muscle group. Your shoulders and your abs are the smallest muscle groups on your body. So doing like, I don't know, weighted sit-ups or like lateral raises or front raises with 3kgs, you're going to really feel that. Um, that's a lot of force for these tiny little dinky muscles when you talk about your lower body your quads your glutes these are big surface area muscles so they generate a lot more power so what we would suggest that you do is you buy some heavier dumbbells so that you can train your quads your glutes your hamstrings um your back will catch up to that as well um because that's again a big surface area of muscle but i think 3kg is okay when it comes to shoulders abs and triceps 
Um, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Adele, can you hear that? No. You can't hear that. The smoke machine's going off. Okay. Right. Adele, Adele Wall. You mean the fire alarm, not the smoke machine? What am I thinking about? What am I thinking now? Explain to me what I've done here. Well, isn't the smoke machine like a smoke machine in a club? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, the smoke machine wouldn't surprise me. James has got his DJ set up, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> what did you tell me? Oh, Marco Carollo. Do you know who that is? No. One of the best DJs in the whole world played James's track a couple of days ago, and I have never in my life seen him like that. I was like, it is very, I was very proud of him. I was like, well done. That is very impressive. Um, okay, Adele. Wait, I have a question and I realize it's completely irrelevant, but how do you make songs? So you have like a... Like, how is it different, like playing someone else's than make, like, it's a huge, so she's like making it on like a... Yeah, it's like a database called uh, Ableton. There's two really popular ones, Ableton and something else. And you just build a song, everything from like the bass, um, like the percussion, the melody, and you just layer it, layer it, layer it, layer it, layer it, layer it, and build it. And obviously, like anything, it needs to have like a kind of arc. It needs to have, it needs to be, it needs to make sense. Unless it's jazz, in which case jazz doesn't need does to make any Does it have words? So a lot of the times they'll do samples. So they'll they'll take singers who are singing something like, I want to party. And then they'll kind of walk up the build up to the drop and it'll be like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. I want to party. Boom, boom, boom. And that's what oh, yeah. um, but it's, you know, yeah, it's a really saturated space and there's some fucking banging DJs out there. Like you have to make your own music if you want to be a good, like respected DJ. Um, and the fact that Marco Carolla played James the song it's like it is a fucking big deal I was like oh my god I'm very I'm very impressed but you know still separated in it <laughs> not that impressed not that impressed I just love seeing people do well with what they love to do anyone I don't care who they are I'm like that's wicked you worked your fucking ass off to be good at something that you love and you're doing it and I just think it's really I just love it. it makes me feel good inside yeah but I think that's such a rare trait it's something I've noticed from, from you like since before we were even mates that that you're like so good at being able to big other people up at no expense like a lot of people I think really struggle with being like so good at this because they make it out like it means that they're not so good oh, at that, yeah, they're, yeah. they're lesser whereas the ability to see like someone do well and just genuinely be like that's amazing I it makes me feel I love that you say that I don't disagree if I'm honest like I love but it makes me feel good I think because I went through so much being my parents daughter and being like trolled and even now like the shit I read about myself online I'm actually having a hard day with it today for the first time in eight for the first time in years but I'm a bit like oh it's a bit intense at the moment and I'm a bit like dark let's stop now um but then I remember just the people, I it, it feels like an onslaught. It's like a siege mentality. You feel completely backed into a corner. And it just takes one person to be like, I fucking love that you did that. I love that dress. I love that comment. I love that rant. And you're like, oh, somebody's 
Okay, and it, it calms you down. And I always wanted to do that for other people. I think it's a really important trait to make people feel good. But like authentically, you know, I wouldn't tell someone they I love their dress if they were wearing a muumuu. You know, a <laughs> yeah, like big floral, like floaty dresses. But I like I do like making people feel good. It makes me feel good. And it's especially like I say, when it's true, I think it's important. If you think something good about someone, tell them. It's so important. Anyway. I think it makes like yeah I think it shows that you're a leader as well like that you don't I think the ability to bring other people up as opposed to always have to like knock people down to make yourself feel better which is how a lot of people kind of go through life but yeah just especially narcissistic men who are the worst at it I mean honestly um okay anything else on the live um people saying what if James DJ'd with Paris Hilton? Uh, I mean, that would be. Oh, then we'd all Emma would marry James. Yeah, we'd both marry James. <laughs> we'd be in a throuple like David Hay. <laughs> so strange. I'm not mad at the throuple thing. Like I have no judgment, but I'm just like David Hay is just all of a sudden like in throuple relationships all the time, just posing on beaches with like hot girls in bikinis, like one each side, and I'm just a bit like, you know what it is? No judgment, but I couldn't fucking do that. No. no what be one of the girls or be him or both either either yeah I think sometimes people think oh that'd be nice having two parts but I know one is a lot way too much admin yeah I Trump do know one of the happiest like units I know in terms of like family or relationship or whatever is a throuple with a baby and they don't know whose the baby is and they don't fucking care. And I'm no, like, wait, what? So it's one man, two women, and a baby? No, two men, one woman, a baby. Nobody knows whose baby it is. Nobody cares. And what? Do both the men sleep with the women, with the woman, and yeah. do they sleep with each other as well? No, I don't think so. I think it's just her. Like, she's the. But oh, then. Like well done. I know, go hard, double dick. <laughs> there we go again. But um, they're all really intelligent, emotionally intelligent, as you would expect. You, I think you'd have to be, right? Um, high achieving, successful. Oh, they love that I just asked. They don't know who the baby is. Oh, what is it? Two women? Yeah, I know. I was like, Obviously we'll, be- just, we'll just brush past that. I did think that. I was like, just let her. Let her have okay, her yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it's and they're really like solid. And there was like, they're obviously telling the the parents everyone's parents was like a thing like we're gonna have a baby and this is the situation but they made it through and it's just really impressive anyway I could not do this though like it blows my mind no I'd be way too jealous Mm. Mm. very weird anyway not weird sorry that's insulting just for me I just yeah it's it's a different way of doing it and also I'd want my partner to be like no you're not gonna touch my message do you know what I mean I kind of like that mm. yeah anyway. yeah mm, interesting <laughs> okay anything don't we like we I don't know why we keep diverting into like sexual territories it's because I'm single now so I just like steer the conversation this way without even realizing it um a lot of people are just laughing at double dick and then uh, <laughs> Tamsin's just said the subtitle said double egg <laughs> Egg and crack? Oh! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
and then Polly's just saying I think it's a great quality you have Chloe you are a great cheerleader and it's always very authentic oh um, thank you, Polly coming from you of all people that means a lot I feel it is one of the most important values in life to bring people up and share good vibes yeah and also it completely changes how much you enjoy life as well because if you're always in competition with other people and you always have to be comparing yourself and you always like only feel good when someone else isn't doing so well or isn't doing as well as you then you're gonna have quite a sad life yeah 100 percent. these people are angry and it hurt people hurt people that's the big thing i took from it i know dave dave chappelle's last stand-up is really um i don't know divisive and polarizing i personally thought it was brilliant and i'm all for by the way trans rights and i actually think that was a huge misunderstanding of the crux of what he was saying which is essentially we all have our human our own human experience and hurt people hurt people and i i thought it was fucking fascinating and brilliant but anyway i i took a lot away from that stand-up actually in terms of like human Wait, did you just do an interview with um uh peterson i don't know I don't know. But I I just thought it was about social comment. It was social commentary. And it, I don't think it was not accurate. And I can understand why some people were offended. I totally get it. Like, I'm not stupid. But like I say, I think they misunderstood, in my opinion, from my, from my perspective and how it landed on me, I think they kind of misunderstood the point, the story he was telling and the point he was making, which was also layered with very, very subtle intelligent historical commentary on human nature but hey it's me i'd love it to know actually what everyone else thought of it i do know a lot of I my don't know enough about it but actually this is who i was talking about Kanchan just said um if you like comedy you'll enjoy matt rife even though the world is trying to cancel him i think it was him that just did an interview with jordan peterson and uh-huh. i only saw like a little clip of it and i thought even the little clip was quite good he was just kind of just very real of like we only get 80 slash 85 years on this earth and he was like it's mad to me you'll probably like this because so many people write shitty little stupid comments on like daily mail articles and stuff he's like it is mad to me that someone will spend their time their precious time on this earth to write negative comments about other people but but like stupid ones you know not like debates of like I don't agree with that concept maybe we should discuss this or this is my opinion what about this view just like you look like a bag Piss off. As if you don't have better stuff to do. I know, look, I'll show you, like, this is what I mean. And the thing is, is that it, a lot of the time, it's out, it's, like, the thing about the person that they're writing about, it's completely out of your control how how a journalist writes about you or spins a story about you or what angle they choose to go on. Like, you don't have any control on it. You see, this is just, like, so these are some about me on, a, on an article in the Daily Mail today, which is the, the worst place in the world. This is just immaturity and time she'll realize that he doesn't want to be with her, meaning James. I mean, even Emma, even just the end of that sentence, Emma will be like, um, okay, like just proof that they know nothing, right? Oh, what? So has the Daily Mail been like, Chloe Maybe walks down the street, which means she's clearly chasing James Haskell. No, it's about me wearing like racy outfits. Like I've always dressed like a slut, get over it. (laughs) And it says... It's a hard lesson to learn. I've been there. Unfortunately, she's based all of her relationship on looks and can't for the life. And I can't for the life of me work out why he stayed so long. Relationships are a bit deeper than that, Chloe. And then someone says, I know she has famous parents, but what does she do? Yeah, I've never worked a day in my life. Sod off. Like, And this is what I mean, right? 
I completely agree with him because what a thing to do with your time to fill it with such negativity and hate that isn't even landing on the person. And by the way, reading that, this doesn't affect me anymore. It used to when I was younger and it gave me <laughs> quite a few issues, but it doesn't anymore because I have a purpose and I have such joy in my life. And I'm very strong. You know, if the last few months prove anything, it's that I'm fucking strong. Like, it's just so sad that someone would feel that way inside and have nowhere to dispel it but out on the internet where it's not even, like I say, reaching the person that they are so angry at. Like, there's, it's, they are obviously quite lost. It's very sad. You, are they? Like, you, like, what, why, do, uh, that's what I mean. It's like, why do you even have an opinion on that? It's very sad. And you just, all I see with it is people who have all these horrible feelings inside and they have nowhere to put it and they have nothing to do with it. And it's sad because as you say, 85 years on this planet, you deserve to be happy. Like, and I genuinely mean that, like, Everyone deserves to be happy and think how much better the world would be and how much we'd all benefit from it if people really worked on that and tried to achieve that for themselves. Because as you say, it, re it re reverberates, is that the word? Outward. And it would be such a huge thing to do. But people are just so lost. It is really sad because I just can't imagine being that, that angry that I would do that, you know? When you like zoom out on that as well, don't you think it's like, like so much of our news and social media, especially like kind of celeb social media, it's just that we should inherently all have opinions about like yeah. what other people that we have no idea about them or their lives or the context of anything yeah you know on it it's like you don't know that's the thing like that and that's the thing is that like I say a lot the lot the lot of the feedback that I got from my show was okay I've watched your show and you're actually a nice person but everything I'd read about you made me hate you before and I'm like well more for you I hope you learn a lesson from this and you take that forward um, but it is absolutely the way that everything is spun and put out there and it's out of control of the individual and it's out of control of the audience, how they respond to it. So if anything, it just, yeah, it is, it's quite, quite a juggernaut of a, yeah, anyway. Um, Can Chance is saying these people need to get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Emma, yeah. Um, the column about people's personal lives, celeb or otherwise, are people that don't want to read the more brain stretching stuff the only ones that uh deserve to have their personal lives commented on are people who are running the country yeah fair um Tamsin you don't have to have an opinion on everything even if you do you don't need to always voice it yeah yeah a hundred percent especially not like not just like I don't know. Say you were, were listening to something on the radio and you voice it to your partner, like fine, but like to be like, I'm gonna log on to the Daily Mail and write something about this. Like, come on, it is sad. It is sad. Imagine if that was the only if that's the only thing that made you feel powerful. There's obviously more going on there. Mm. Obviously, if that's the only way that they feel strong, how much does that say about how shit they feel about themselves? It's sad. It is sad. Um, all right, we have now gone to 5.02 and I need to get my baby now. Um, I, I was going to get back to all my tags this evening, but Emma's done every single one of them. So there I'll is one that you need to get back to, actually. Um, let me just... There's two or three, I think, actually, that are specifically for me. Susie Humphreys. Okay. Yeah, so I think there's two or three that are specifically for me. Everything else Emma's done. Um, and I will assign that file this evening as well. 
and we will see you next week. We'll come back with days and times probably over the course of this weekend. Bye, guys.